I can tell based on the response that they had that they didn't read what I wrote. In fact, they didn't read it at all because if they had read it, well, they would have realized that that's not what I was saying, nor was that what I was implying. And it's not about, you know, I'm not here to talk about arguing. I'm, I'm here to kind of bring up something that I heard R.S.D. Tyler talking about. And I'm not sure if I can include a link to the video. I might do that sometime later. But he's talking about getting into arguments over, um, you know, online, over random things. And you, you, you see these, I don't know, these forums, these comment sections, whatever, where people are just having these back and forth insult arguments, debating each other and, and whatnot. And I can tell that when, so there was an article, I don't even remember what it was about, but nor do I remember what my what my comment was what exactly was in my comment but but the person responding to my comment was saying something along the lines of you know you're you're, you're so worried about a one percent chance thing of something happening and you're using it to justify such and such you know, position that you have, and, you know, at first I couldn't really tell if this person was being, like, what, what do you mean, that's not what I said, and the person said, well, you should be able to tell that I was being sarcastic, and I said, okay, but, but here's the thing, right, so um, I don't want to get too much in detail, I'll just, you know, I'll say it that the comment and the whole thing about something one percent chance happening that has nothing that had nothing to do with my comment like i did not say there was a one percent chance of anything in, in my comment that's just that's i don't know where they got it but but you can tell from that kind of you know that that kind of behavior they're very polarized and you have to be careful when you're dealing with polarized people. Because when you get sucked into these these arguments and into these, you know, keyboard battles, it's like all you're doing is you're you're feeding energy in your time, and which time is a super valuable resource, into into a drainage, into a draining thing into a really draining activity and it's it goes to show of how much time and money people actually waste well i want to say money because money you can get back anytime it's the time that people waste and you really see that people kind of don't value their time because if they did well they would have spent their time doing different things and that's kind of why I don't, I don't get involved with online arguments or online battles. I just stay out of it. If somebody's asking me and they want me to explain a point, I'll, I'll explain it. 
But if it gets to the point where they're simply arguing with me or trying to be sarcastic with me, I just cut it off. You know, they, they take it as, well, I, you know, I'm, I'm giving up because I lost the argument. And I just see it as I'm, I'm not going to feed my energy into that. Right? Because our ego really, it really can just hold us back sometimes. And that's, that's part of it. That's part of the process is looking at areas in your life and, and looking at what you're doing and really asking yourself, you know, am, am I using this time in the most productive manner? Am I really doing it? I, I don't think most people are inherently lazy. Quite the opposite, actually. I mean, we as a, you know, we have pretty complex societies and we have a lot of technology. That's, that's, that's definitely not the result of laziness, for sure. You know? But that's, that's kind of it. A little tired right now, and I know I shouldn't use it as an excuse to not get my point across, but, well, my justification is for all other people sleeping, so I will see you soon. Take care. It, it seems that people don't quite understand the concept of whatever it takes. You hear that sort of being thrown around in a lot of motivational videos. You, know, you, you got you got to be willing to, to push the limit got to be willing to do whatever it takes and i don't i don't disagree but doing whatever it takes doesn't it's not one thing it's not two things doing whatever it takes is really just pushing the boundary it's it's being able to do whatever you have to do in order to reach your goal the end goal and you know along that that route you're gonna learn okay well this method isn't gonna work this this technique doesn't work. Got it. You got to try something else, and you have to do your research. And well, you do. And and part of and part of going on that journey of doing whatever it takes is this paradoxical. I don't know what you want to call it. It's a paradoxical action that you're going to take because part of doing whatever it takes it involves maintaining a frame of mind that allows you to see the situation clearly and part of maintaining that frame of mind is in, in a way letting go you're doing whatever it takes but you're not constantly dwelling on the results that are going to come nor are you dwelling on the negative you know, the possibility of a failure, the possibility of hitting a point of no return and giving up. Part of that is, that is and it isn't part of doing whatever it takes. You're doing whatever it takes because this is part of the process, is learning this stuff. But you're not doing whatever it takes at the same time because this process involves letting go in, in some way. And that's where you have to have faith. You have to have faith in this karma, in this divine, this divine cycle, the divine rhythm. That's what it is. And 
really, that's kind of all I have to say. There's not much to it. There's, there's tons of motivational videos out there. But they seem to get it wrong. They don't tell you, you know, how to do it. They just say, okay, you wake up every morning. You, you train the gym. You just keep being persistent. And part of being persistent is recognizing a dead end. Recognizing that something is not going to work. That's not going to get you where you want to go. And so you change you change tactics. You have to switch things up. That's part of doing whatever it takes. And for most of it for most of us it's it involves stepping out of our comfort zone, one way or the other. And yet again the divine paradox resurfaces. There are no degrees of separation, but there are individuals in this world. Everyone is an individual. Everyone is their own being. But they are part of a divine being, a one a oneness that is indivisible. So how does this divine paradox be a part of be a part of your world? And this is kind of why this is part of the reason why I don't talk about the law of attraction, or at least I don't put it in that in that context, because I don't want people. Well, like I've said this many times, I don't want people to see me as you know spouting off this law of attraction, because a lot of people just find it to be nonsense. It's hogwash. It's wishful thinking. It's whatever they believe it to be. And, well, they're right, just like you're right when you say things like, society wants me to fail, the people around me want me to fail, so on and so forth. And regardless of whether that's true or not, you shouldn't be feeding those kind of concepts. You shouldn't be feeding into them. You should be trying to avoid those concepts and get them out of your mind. Because if they are real, then you really gotta you really gotta stop feeding into those concepts. And that that's where the law of attraction kind of it has its pitfalls because you're not the only person that has a mind, that has a subconscious that's connected to this divine consciousness that's Connected to the divine oneness of the universe. There's many, many people, and unfortunately, many of those people are ignorant. They're angry. They're spiteful. And so what happens is, well, it comes down to a matter of will. There's going to be a certain point where you need to have willpower and you need to make your thoughts so powerful that they they can resist the the opposite force of of everyone else everyone else's thoughts so think of there's two opposing forces right and whatever force has 
a greater absolute value will dictate the direction of the net force. That's pretty simple. And so, in a way, if you want something that, how do I say it, is out of the realm of possibility, you're going to have to try hard. You're going to have to work. You're going to have to push harder than whatever is pushing against you. You have to. And that's where people get it wrong. That's where people think that magic, if you want to call it that, the law of attraction, hermeticism, the law of karma, whatever, that it's, it's wishful thinking for people that are either really desperate or just want an easy way out. And, well, it's not an easy way out. Because if you want something that everybody else wants, or your interests are conflicting with the interests of a bunch of other people, well, then you really got to know what you're doing. And sometimes people will, they, they will fear your success. That, that's, that's one way that people in the know manage to get people to work against themselves and for them as they get them to focus on what they want rather than what the people want. The people in the know, they can convince you through media, through subversion. They can convince you to give thought and to give your time and your energy to the concepts that they want to manifest into reality rather than the reality that you want and so that's where it takes it's going to take a little bit of grit 